Hi, my name is Amani, and you're listening to Raise Your Words. On this podcast, I will be talking to authors, influencers, and friends about books, movies, and shows, and get their input on what they think about it. I will also be talking a lot about pop culture references, as well as interviewing authors like Priyanka Taslim, who is the author of The Love Match, interviewing Anika Sharma, who I have already interviewed in season one. And in season two, I have a lot of very exciting guests that I am thrilled to bring on the show, on the podcast that you're listening to right now. Stay tuned for more. Hey there, listeners. My name is Zamani, and you're listening to November New Releases, or books that have recently been released and books that I would love to talk about. So, first book is going to be Adam Silvera's The First to Die at the End. This was a very chunky book, and I absolutely adored it. It's possibly one of my favorite Adam Silvera books. It was honestly so good. Like, I couldn't believe how good it was. I was in awe, honestly. It could have been um, one of his best works. It was, as usual, very depressing, but that's some of the best books, right? And that's one of the things I liked about it. Another book I really read recently was Grounded by Aisha Sayed. I got an arc from the publisher on NetGalley, so I was really excited I got to read this because... Um, SKOE is one of my favorite authors, as you all know, and she taught, uh, wrote about Hana from Love from A to Z. And it was really cool to see Hana again and have her own story and how she met Jim Leela, Tompkins, uh, Biglow, Huda Al-Mashari, and Aisha Saeed's character. I could kind of tell who wrote what, mainly because I've read a lot of these authors' works and loved it. Um, I will say, like, there were some uh, some of the characters that took a while for me to grow, like, to actually like. Um, and even then, it was interesting. And I liked the ending as well. It was very humorous. And let's just say it's very Hana. So for those of you who don't know, Hana is Adam's little sister who has Down syndrome. And she is also a Muslim. And I really liked seeing her grow into the person that she becomes in Grounded, as well as the lessons that she learns along the way. And she has an airport. Well, I can't say that it's a meet cute because it's about kids who are like 12 years old. So that was, it's a cute middle grade book. I definitely recommend another book i read recently was love in the time of serial killers and this was given to me by berkeley publisher and uh booksparks so for those of you who don't know basically this book is a book where the main character thinks that the guy next door is a serial killer and he's like oh she looks like a serial killer and maybe uh, he is one and he's a phd candidate which it's kind of hilarious that she thinks that, but it's also one of those things where it makes for a really funny rom-com. And I think if you like zany characters, you'll like Phoebe. 
and Phoebe is in love in the time of serial killers. The next one that I read is Gleanings, and this is stories from the Ark of Scythe, or and it's by Neil Schusterman. It's a really good, really creepy thriller. So if you like the Scythe series, which hopefully I'm saying that right, it was really good. Another one is To Heaven to Hoax, and this was actually recommended to me by Ramila, so at stars.bright on Instagram, and it's by Martha Waters. So I thought it was cute. I don't know if I rated this, but yeah, I didn't rate this, I think, because it didn't live up to my expectations. I really liked it, but it wasn't, like, one of my favorites. Tokyo Dreaming was another book that I really, really loved. It's the sequel to Tokyo Ever After, and if you are a fan of The Princess Diaries, but you like, you know, Princess X Bodyguard books, you will love Tokyo Dreaming. Tokyo Dreaming is just one of those books that I honestly was super impressed with the sequel. I thought it was done really well. I can't wait to see what Amiko writes next. And it's by Amiko Jean. And this book, her first book, uh, Tokyo Ever After, actually got to be, I believe it's a Reese Witherspoon's book club pick. And I'm not sure if Tokyo Dreaming also was one, but this book was incredible. I laughed. I cried. I swooned. It was so so good um basically it's like you know japanese american uh princess her name is izumi tanaka she learns that her father was the crown prince of japan and she becomes a princess almost overnight sound familiar me princess shut up all right well in this one she falls in love with her bodyguard so and oh there's also a dog character whose name is tamagotchi which is really cute and a nice homage to the 90s toy anyone remember tamagotchis because i used to have one and i remember i lost one and then i got another one i think i had two finally in the end i ended up finding it during a move it was an interesting time i don't know if i still I think I still have one of my Tamagotchis lying around, but the battery is dead and I haven't touched that thing in years. Okay, so the next one we're going to talk about is Babel. So, or Babel, I don't know how you say it, but it's by R.F. Kuang. That was an incredible book. It was also another big book that I read. It. Okay, let me read the summary because I find it kind of difficult to talk about what Babel is about since there's a lot of history and everything in it. <sighs> okay. But essentially, this takes place in 1828. Robin Swift, orphaned by cholera in Canton, is brought to London by the mysterious Professor Lovell. There he trains for years in Latin, ancient Greek, and Chinese, all in preparation for the day he'll enroll in Oxford's Oxford University's prestigious Royal Institute of Translation, also known as Babel. So, from what I've heard on TikTok and other platforms, the author has put some of her experiences from being a student in Oxford or 
like something like that into Babel. And there's also a Muslim character in it. I have heard mixed reviews about the Muslim character going into this. And so I try to keep an open mind with Babel. Um, I wasn't a fan of how the Muslim character was written, especially in regards to the magic that's in the story. I did like how the other characters were written. I thought that was done pretty well. The Muslim character definitely needed work. And I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to dive into all the things I thought was wrong with that. Anyway, so the next one was Sophie Goes Lonely Heart Club. And it's by Roselle Lim. And this is a really cute rom-com, feel-good kind of book. Basically, Sophie Go is a matchmaker. She's returned to her hometown after spending three years in Shanghai. And she's in Toronto now. And the thing is, no one wants to take a chance on an inexperienced and unaccredited matchmaker. And soon, Sophie becomes an outcast. In dire search of clients, she stumbles upon a secret club with her condo complex. The Old Ducks, seven Septuagarian Chinese bachelors who never found love. Somehow, she convinces them to hire her, but her matchmaking skills are put to the test as she learns the, depth of, the depths of loneliness, heartbreak, and love by attempting to make the match. Sorry, the hardest by attempting to make the hardest matches of her life. Okay, so the next one is My Secret Girl, and it is by Amanda Jayatissa. So one of the things I love about this is this is actually set in Sri Lanka. And for those of you who don't know, my family and I are American. Well, I'm American Sri Lankan. So my parents are from Sri Lanka, which is an island off the coast of India. It is its own country for those of you who don't know. And many of you probably remember the tsunami or like the recent political chaos that has been happening in Sri Lanka. So I know a lot of you have probably seen Sri Lanka on the news, and this book is set in Sri Lanka. It's a thriller, and it is one of the best thrillers I've read recently. So, Paloma thought her life would begin once she was adopted and made it to America, but she's about to find out that no matter how far you run, your past always catches up to you. Ever since she was adopted from a Sri Lankan orphanage, Paloma has had the best of everything, school, money, and parents, so perfect that she fears she'll never live up to them. Now at 30 years old and recently cut off from her parents' funds, she decides to sublet the second room of the second bedroom of her overpriced San Francisco apartment to Arun, who recently moved from India. Paloma has to admit it feels good helping someone find their way in America. That is until Arun discovers Paloma's darkest secret one that could jeopardize her own fragile place in this country. Before Paloma can pay Arun off, she finds him face down in a pool of blood. She flees the apartment, but by the time the police arrives, there's no body, no evidence that Arun ever existed in the first place. Paloma is terrified that all this is somehow tangled up in the desperate actions she took to escape Sri Lanka so many years ago. Did Paloma's secret die with Arun, or is she somehow now in greater danger than ever before? And one of the things I really liked about this book is the fact that Paloma is an unreliable narrator. So if you're into that kind of thing, this is the one for you. And another book is called 
a dash of salt and pepper and this is by Kosoko Jackson so spoiler alert I will actually get to interview Kosoko uh, I believe sometime this later this month or next month so I'm very excited for that Uh, the episode will go up in December I technically will be taking a break in December I am going to be on hiatus and when I come back I'll talk about why and what's going on but essentially I might need some time to recover so I'm going to have uh, two episodes pre-recorded and pre-planned out for December one's going to be an author interview one's going to be probably something else maybe another author interview or maybe a movie reaction type of thing I don't really know what I'm going to do, so I will plan ahead and figure something out. But anyway, I will read the synopsis of A Dash of Pepper, sorry, A Dash of Salt and Pepper. And if this sounds like your kind of thing, stay tuned for a future episode where I talk to the author. All right. So sometimes two cooks in the kitchen are better than one in this spoony romantic comedy from the author of I'm So Not Over You. So, Xavier Reynolds just, uh, is, is Xavier Reynolds is doing less than Stutler, just got dumped, was passed over for a, uh, just got dumped, was passed over for a prestigious fellowship, and on top of it all, right back home in Harper's Cove, Maine. Population, 9,000. The last thing Xavier wants to do is to work as a prep chef in the kitchen of this hip new restaurant in town, The Wharf, especially since the hot single father chef who owns it all can't delegate to save his life. Logan O'Hare doesn't understand Xavier or why every word out of his mouth is dipped in sarcasm. Unfortunately, he has no choice but to hire him. He needs more help in the kitchen and his tween daughter, Anne, can only mince so many onions. It might be a recipe for a disaster, but since Logan doesn't have many options besides but Logan doesn't have many options besides Xavier. Stuck between a stove and a hot place, Logan and Xavier discover an unexpected connection. But when the heat become when the but when the heat between them threatens to top the scolive scale, They'll have to decide if they can make their relationship work or if life has seasoned them too differently. All right. So the next one is I Miss You, I Hate This by Sarah Saidi. And this is essentially about the high school lives of Iranian-American students. And it's kind of a group of misfits who essentially... um, Let's see. And it essentially talks a lot about friendship and it highlights that. And that's something I really liked about that book. Marlo Banks Redesigned. I'm just going to say that it wasn't the book for me. It's by Jacqueline Ferkins. If you're a fan of Confessions or the Shopaholic or that kind of thing where it's like, I don't know. I felt like the character was too ditzy for me. Wasn't a fan. Seasons of Love by Helena Greer. That was another book I wasn't super fond of. I thought I would like it by the premise, but it didn't live up to the hype for me. When You Wish Upon a Lantern, that was super cute. That was a book given to me by Penguin Teen. 
that I really loved. Finley Donovan jumped the gun. This is a third Finley Donovan book. And it's by El Casimano. This is a book that I don't want to say anything about because it's the third book in the series. But essentially, if you liked that book series, I highly recommend checking out the first book. It's a thriller book and um, it was a fun time, to be honest. Uh, thank you so much to Minotaur Books for gifting a digital copy of it. And I think I also got a like a physical copy later. Okay, Freestyle by Gail Galligan. So this is a graphic novel, and this was super cool to see because uh, there's a hijabi main character. And if the author's name sounds familiar, it's because she also illustrated the graphic novel versions of The Babysitter's Club. So the fact that she decided, uh, sorry, this is the fact that the author decided to um, have a hijabi main character was really cool to see. I did think there was a few things that could have been done better. There were some things that shouldn't have been done. Granted, the kids are in middle school, so who knows. Um, But overall, I really liked how there was like a yo-yo competition. I think it's a great book for like middle school kids to read or even like anyone who likes like who wants to get back into reading I feel like this is a good place to start uh it does a really good job of showing what happens to the characters after the main storyline ends and that was something I really enjoyed seeing I loved all the family dynamics as well as just the character dialogue was really good because you went from hating some characters to feeling sorry for them and from really loving some characters to wondering what is going on in their minds. So that was a twist I didn't see coming. And the next book that I really enjoyed was Best Served Hot, and this was by Amanda Elliott. I really enjoyed this one. This is like a almost like an RNJ because it's like rivals and two restaurant critics learn that opposite taste might make a force sorry, might make a five-star relationship in the next foodie romantic comedy from the author of Sadie on a Plate. So if you're a fan of, like, foodie rom-coms, you'll love this. I also read Atomic Habits, and that was just a nonfiction book. It was a fun, it was a good read. Um, The book that I'm really excited about is Love from Mecca to Medina, this book is by SKLE. It's the sequel to Love from A to Z. It is where Adam and Zainab goes on Umrah and not everything is as happy as they might appear to be. You'll see a lot of characters from Love from A to Z, some new ones, some new faces. Southsun, as everyone knows, always makes an appearance in SKLE's books, which I absolutely love. And I love seeing how she kind of plays a role in each of the stories. It's almost like a cameo appearance that I look for by now. And I would say some of my favorite characters is obviously Hannah and um, Fatima Bertha Chen, who is the cat. For those of you who don't know, yes, there is a cat in Love from A to Z and Love from Medina plays a very important role. And I really, really like how everything unfolded I thought it was really well done I might even say that I liked it more than love from A to Z I mean love from A to Z obviously has a very special 
place in my heart, but I really liked seeing how the characters were struggling with grad school and they were struggling with grad school, struggling, uh, struggling with getting a job and all the basic things that people go through after, you know, finishing undergrad. And so I really liked how SKLE highlighted um, those struggles and really like wasn't afraid to talk about anything in that book. And I really, really enjoyed it. The next few books I'm going to list because uh, these were mediocre reads for me was The Retreat, Amira and Hamza. Um, and then the books that I really liked was A Ghost in Shining Armor by Theresa uh, Behari. This was a really fun, lighthearted book, and it was my first time reading about ghosts. Well, that was unexpected. This is a fun thriller by Jesse Q. Satanto, and it is a, um, it's her first adult, no, it's a YA rom-com debut about a girl whisked from LA to her mother's native Indonesia in order to get back to her roots who, through a comedy of errors and overzealous parents, find herself fake dating the son of one of the wealthiest families in Indonesia and is surprised when she actually starts to fall in love with the boy, the country, and the big family she never knew before now. Honestly, another stellar Jesse Q. Satanto book. Thank you to the publisher who gave that to me. Um, disclaimer. I mean, I don't get paid for the reviews, but I get the free books, so I make it a point to read them. And then maria khan and the fabulous garden so this was something i read in september and this is by sadia faruqi and ashi sorry annie bushri is the illustrate uh, illustrator this is a new chapter book and basically it follows the yasmin series and um, it introduces a character named Maria. And I think if you have anyone who is in elementary school who's looking to read or wants to learn more about, like, you know, Desi cultures, I highly recommend picking up Sadia Faruqi's books. I think it's a really cute, um, yeah, really cute chapter book. Lying in the Deep is by Diana Urban. So this book actually comes out in May. And thank you to Razorbill for gifting me a copy, an early copy. I honestly had so much fun reading this. This book has so many twists and turns. And Jade isn't a likable character, just like how it was in Diana's debut novel, All Your Twisted Secrets but I really loved seeing how everything unraveled. This is a book that I essentially finished in a day, and I can't wait to read Diana's next books. I always tend to finish them in a day because I just can't put them down. And so I highly recommend reading this one. I will give you the brief synopsis because, like I said, I suck at synopsis, so here it goes. So... 
A juicy mystery of jealousy, love, and betrayal set on a semester at sea inspired cruise ship with a diverse cast of delightfully suspicious characters who leave you guessing with every jaw-dropping twist. After being jilted by her ex-boyfriend and best friend, Jade couldn't be more ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime. 11 countries in four months, all from the luxurious campus on board, ship and to wedge an entire glow between her and the people who broke her heart so if that sounds good to you pick it up all right so the american roommate that was a book that i thought was eh, wasn't for me if you like the spanish love deception you'll probably like this one a crowd of wishes so i have to thank uh elizabeth at uh at sorry so I have to thank at sword swords dot and dot sweets on Instagram uh, for recommending a crown of wishes because that was a phenomenal book and it's by Rashani Chukchi. I think if you like like the song Antihero from Taylor Swift's Midnight, then this is the book for you. Not Here to Be Liked by Michelle Quash. So this was a book that I read in October. So this was last month. This was really, really good. If you like academic rivals, you'll love this. Uh, Broad of the Lost by Nafisa Azad was a phenomenal book. I love the prose and the vivid descriptions. Broad of the Lost is a fast-paced, edge-of-your-seat kind of book. The characters all feel very real, and it's a gorgeous fantasy world honestly i've been dying to read it since it was initially announced and would love to have nafisa azad on my podcast raise your words to talk about this book which is the podcast that you're listening to all right so the next one that i read and this was in september was the final gambit this was really good i liked it i was a little disappointed by the ending but overall i enjoyed it we're in this together. Uh, this is by Linda Sarsour, and this is a young reader's edition. I actually got the pleasure of interviewing Linda Sarsour for her nonfiction book. I really, really enjoyed it. It was great. Um, and Linda Sarsour follows me on Twitter now. What in the world? But yeah, it was a really fun experience getting to interview her for her children's book. Okay, so the next one that I read is Lizzie Blake's Best Mistake. That was a really good book by Maisie Eddings. If you like rom-com books, you're going to love this one. Um, Bloodmark, I got a physical arc from Simon & Schuster. So shout out to Alex from Simon & Schuster because that was really good. Um, I'm not, Don't worry, I won't spoil anything if i even give this synopsis it kind of spoils legend born so i'm not gonna dive into that but if you haven't read legend born go pick up legend born so priory of orange tree actually callum recommended this one and it's a phenomenal book it's like a really really big book but highly recommend reading it if you can it drags on a little bit but still one of my favorite new fantasy books it is a book that i've was initially very intimidating but it wasn't as intimidating as I thought but like fate was another really good book and I also really liked the fraud squad I read an early draft of it from the author got a better read this and I am very excited for when this book actually comes out um 
This was a book I read in July, August, and then I also read A Proposal They Can't Refuse, thanks to at Wicked.Reads on TikTok, and this was an incredible book. If you like Romeo and Juliet, or you like reading Romeo and Juliet's modern-day retellings, you'll love this. Um, except, you know, they don't die in the end. True Beauty, uh, Volume 1, uh, this was really good. I love the K-drama. I also loved the webtoon and getting to read this from Wattpad was incredible. All right. And then while well, that was unexpected by Jesse Q. Satanto was another really good book. It's her adult rom-com. I loved Charlotte and George. Three Kisses, One Midnight. This is an anthology with Mashani, Chakshi, Evelyn Sky, Sandhya Menon. So this was really cute. If you like fairy tale romances, you'll love this. And then there is Jeanette McCurdy's memoir, which I really loved. It's a heartbreaking and powerful memoir, and it really makes you think about why she refuses to act again. House of Yesterday by Deba Zargapur was also really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it and got to interview Deba for Salam Reads. So thank you again to Simon and Schuster for a copy of this book. Uh, Foul Lady Fortune was another book I really, really loved. I can't wait for big book two. Um, this is a fast-paced fantasy novel that will keep you reading. It is incredible. And then the last one that I'm going to talk about is Reggie and Delilah's Year of Falling by Lies. Um, Bryant. This is honestly so cute. If you like a good feel-good rom-com, this is for you. All right. And with that, I believe that is the end of this episode. I'm not sure when you'll see. Thank you for tuning in to today's Raise Your Words podcast episode. If you like this episode or this kind of content, make sure to stay updated on the Raise Your Words Instagram page. So that's at raise your words pod at raise your words pod stay tuned for more